0: Chicago. This is your new morning routine. Cap and j Hood. Follow Cap j Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Stream the show on the new ESPN Chicago app. Watch the show on Twitch. Twitch. Follow ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Now, 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 now. On ESPN One Thousand Chicago's home for sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring
1: them out. Woo! Good morning, and welcome in. It's the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app Open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. is the telephone number. Cap is in Las Vegas. He's off today. I'm Jay Hood. I'm so glad to be with you here on this Friday. We are so close to the weekend. Let's get into the weekend together because we got so much to talk about. We've got Danny. We've got Jeff. We've got JR. We still got the crew with Cap being off today. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at Cap. Jay Hood. Again, it's Cap. Jayhood, all one word on Twitter and Instagram because we got a lot to talk about here today. Let's start off first with this. As much as I love the NBA playoffs and staying up late watching that and watching the Cubs and White Sox, uh, there's something that I saw this morning that I want to address with you, the Bears fan. So I remember like it was yesterday when I was sitting here with Brian Hanley and we were talking about the the NFL draft and talking about Justin Fields being part of the Chicago Bears, and he gets drafted, and we're excited because it feels new and it feels fresh, right? You get a quarterback after all this time with Jay Cutler and all this time with Mitchell Trubisky. What you've been waiting for is to see a quarterback that's new and fresh, something that's different, right? The thing that moves the meter in the National Football League more so than anything else is when you got great quarterback play and you have an offense that can be vertical and get down the field and score touchdowns and fantasy points and wins and all those things that matter in the National Football League, right? These are the things that you want. And so when Justin Fields was drafted by the Chicago Bears, my thought was, wow, this is different, right? This is completely different. Because we've seen the, t- the kind of same quarterback over the years, the same type of quarterback, stay in the pocket or maybe someone that's not a fleet of foot or just can't get down the field. Whatever it is, we want to have something new and fresh as a college football fan that watched Justin Fields play for my team, Georgia, and also played for Ohio State, my thought was, okay, this is different for the Chicago Bears. Completely different. And so Justin Fields is a Bear, and we're saying, okay, here we go, right? Here we go. We have something that will be part of the team for five, ten years. Who knows? Because quarterback play and offense matters. As much as we are a running back defensive team over the years – Offense matters. And then I see this from Mike Florio from ProFootballTalk.com. You want to hear the headline? The headline, source, colon, Bears told Andy Dalton he'll be the week one starter. No! The answer has been hiding in plain sight, as Florio writes this morning. And we've confirmed that the thing hiding in plain sight is true. Per a source with knowledge of the situation, the Bears already have promised quarterback Andy Dalton that he will start the season as a starting quarterback. What were we just talking about this week? We were just talking about the quarterback quandary, going back and forth and trying to figure out you know, who's going to start day one. And then you see this from Mike Florio. Per a source with knowledge of the situation, the Bears have already promised quarterback Andy Dalton that he will start the season as quarterback. The clue comes from this statement from Dalton. Remember, Dalton says that he knew the situation coming in, right? He knew the situation coming in, understood the mindset of drafting fields. He talked about it. And the whole thing is, is that's so interesting about it is, is that Andy Dalton comes in and says, I, I knew the situation I was going into, regardless if they drafted someone or if they did not. I was on a one-year deal. I situation
2: I was going into regardless if they drafted somebody or they didn't. I was on a one-year deal, and I was going to be the starter. So my mindset didn't have to change. I already knew that I'm going to do everything I can to be the best player I can for this team and to help us win a lot of football games. And that's been my goal from the very beginning. And so uh, whatever happens after this year happens, but um, my mindset didn't change just because they drafted Justin.
1: So just think about that situation where andy dalton knows i understand and we knew this coming in right we knew the story of andy dalton andy dalton says i wouldn't have come to chicago if i wasn't going to be the starter because that was the whole key for him to be here because after his time with dallas he was saying that i just want to be a starter and the bears said okay we're going to do this because the bears did not know that justin fields would be there in the draft they didn't know if, they, if Mac Jones was going to be in the draft. We just knew that the quarterbacks in the first round of the draft was going to be top-heavy. They had no idea that Justin Fields would fall to the Bears, that they would move up to get him. They had no idea. But it did happen. And so, again, the story from Mike Florio, I can't say that I'm surprised by it because I do recall Matt Nagy and the Bears saying, hey, Andy, if you come in here, you're going to be QB1. Remember we were talking about that whole QB1 situation? So this actually meshes with Matt Nagy and his personal experience. Prior to the final season in Kansas City, the Chiefs trade up to get Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had to wait until Week 17 against the Broncos. It looks like the same formula could be happening here where Fields does not start Game 1 against the Rams. Now, here's the thing. We juxtapose this with Trevor Lawrence with the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? You have Gardner Minshew, a late-round pick who had every opportunity to try to succeed with Jacksonville while they were taking players away, and he failed. And so, of course, Trevor Lawrence, day one, is going to be the guy. But when it comes to the Bears, Justin Fields has ignited the city. He hasn't even played yet. He's one of the top five guys in the National Football League as far as jersey sales because people know Justin Fields is, is that guy, right? As far as bringing electricity to a city, a guy that's a little bit different than most quarterbacks that you see, people feel good about Justin Fields. We've seen Andy Dalton. And I'm not going to cast any aspersions against Andy Dalton because that guy's just looking for a job. And the Bears gave him a job. I know what that looks like when he was at Cincinnati. The Red Rifle has limitations, just like Mitch Trubisky, just like Jay Cutler before him. He's got limitations. But how does that make you feel as a Bears fan to know that, based on this story, that Andy Dalton's going to be the day one starter? This is the same scenario, by the way, from last year. Nick Foles comes in. And some don't get this, but I get this as a Bears fan. You just want something new. You just want something fresh. Nick Foles comes in. He wins a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He comes to the Bears. You say, can he do that for my team? That's the reason why people are excited about it. And then you come to find out he actually is the ultimate relief pitcher. That's exactly who he is. But the feeling of, of Nick Foles being part of the Bears is like, well, he's not Trubisky. Let's see how this works out. You can crunch the numbers, you can break it down, you can listen to different pundits here and there. But the thing is, is that when Foles got here, you were looking for something different, and you really didn't. You actually got worse because Foles is in there as a starter. There was a disconnect between him and Nagy, I thought, at some point last season, and so here we are. And so that's why Fields being in here means a lot. Just like any other training camp, just like any other summer camp when it comes to the NFL, the backup quarterback usually is the favorite, right? The the backup goaltender, the backup that you really adore in the dugout. You like those guys because they give you a little something extra. And I'm sure that for training camp coming up, a lot of Bears fans will look at this and say, man, I can't wait to see fields on the field for the Chicago Bears in the uniform because it says that it's a dawning of a new age for the Bears at the quarterback spot. We haven't seen anything quite like the skill set of of Justin Fields for the Bears in a Bears uniform. And this is why this is cool. As we talk about this on the Cappy J Hood morning show, Jonathan Hood in on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Bears told Andy Dalton he's going to be the week one starter. Now, it's funny. We relay all this to Matt Nagy. And listen, coaches don't have to be 100% honest with everything that they say. Because if you are 100% honest, then you're going to be called out on the carpet. I understand why coaches hold some things to the, close to the vest. Bill Belichick for the Patriots is the best of this, right? He doesn't want to tell you anything, and that's fine. As long as my team wins, you don't have to tell me anything. I don't need to go through sources or go through text messages to find out what's going on. Whatever you feel that's best for your team as a head coach, go ahead. You know, be quiet about it, but just win. So I asked Matt Nagy very clearly about Justin Fields because, as you know, like I know, that's a big conversation piece like will we see fields first or will we see Andy Dalton first so I asked him what does fields need to show to prove that he's ready to start
3: so we're going to be able to now see whether it's routes on air whether it's how you break a huddle get to the line of scrimmage or are you calling the play the right way uh what are you doing post snap so when the safeties are showing you quarters and all of a sudden the snap of the ball they rotate down strong and now you got cover three well that just changed every route in the play or that just changed your footwork now. Now you might have to add a hitch versus a plant throw. All that stuff happens within two seconds. And you gotta be able to react. And then, oh by the way, you gotta make the throw too with somebody in your face. So like as we go every single day, we get more we get closer and closer. We start per the rules, you start you're allowed to have a defense across there. So now you go from doing it on air to now you do it on defense to now you get to training camp and things are going full speed to now you get to the preseason and now it's real and you and you can get hit and and so as all those days go by we're evaluating and we're seeing how's it look is it good is it bad Could, is he making the same mistakes twice is he improving is he is he taking command in the huddle is he seeing the, the the cross dog blitz up the middle. Is he micing the right guy? Is he seeing post snap rotation? Is he is he changing up his cadence and going on one two or three? You know, um, it, where's the play clock at? Uh, is it is it ticking down the three seconds and you still got a motion and a shift? Uh, you got to listen to the play set in the in the in the headset. You know the play call in the headset. He hasn't done that. You know are set hut at the line of scrimmage. You know there's a lot of things that go into playing this this position and there's a lot of things he hasn't done, what's his learning curve going to be like? Is it going to happen fast or is it going to happen slow? Well, if it happens slow, then it means he's not ready. If it happens fast and he's making plays and you see it, you'll know, will know, everybody will know. And then what's that like versus what Andy's doing, you know, and does it make the Bears better? That's about as simple as I can put it.
1: I asked him point blank, what does Fields need to show that he's proved ready to start? He gave you a checklist, right? Almost a dozen things that he needs to see from Justin Fields. And maybe those things don't matter just because Andy Dalton will be anointed the starter based on this story. Here's how I feel about it. My thought is, is that Justin Fields, whenever he's ready to play, let him play. But let him play full stop. I don't want the Tua Tungavailoa nonsense of him being in and out of the lineup like he was in Miami. When Justin Fields is ready to start, let him be the starter full stop. I just thought there was going to be an equal competition between Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. So if we're talking about this story here from Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, who's as plugged in as anybody, I give him props on that because he covers the league uh, like a blanket for that website. If Andy Dalton's going to be anointed to the week one starter, then I guess there is no competition. Just keep in mind the word promised in this, right? He was promised a job. Nothing is promised in the National Football League. But yet, Andy Dalton, according to this story, uh, Barrett's already promised quarterback Andy Dalton that he will start the season as, as a starting quarterback. It's going to be a tough regular season based on what we've seen here when the schedule was released. But the point is, though is that is this best for the Bears? So here's a question. And, Danny, let's open the phone lines here this morning at three one two three three two espn 332 is our phone number. We're going to be guest-free in our first hour. Dan Weirer is going to be with us at 8 o'clock. I want to find out from you, I mean, we are not surprised by this news, are we? I mean, uh, are you disappointed or do you think that this is the best thing for the Bears? Many of you are team fields already before he steps on the on the turf at Soldier Field. But do you feel this is best for the Bears, or are you disappointed that Fields will not be the week one starter? Again, this comes from Pro Football Talk this morning. I want to get your thoughts. My thought is is that when Fields is ready to play, let him play. But the point is, though, is that don't retard the progress of a young quarterback just because you quote-unquote promised Andy Dalton a veteran for this Bears team. So let's talk about it. 312 332 ESPN, 332 3776 J Hood on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show.
4: Get social with our new morning show. Follow on Twitter at Cap J Hood.
0: Cap and J Hood.
4: Chicago's home first sports.
0: ESPN 1000. That's why I say he no Shot with Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and
1: the ESPN app. That's why I say in my It is time for Shot or No Shot right here on the Cap and Jay Hood morning show. Cap is off today. I'm Jay Hood, and Cap and Jay Hood present Shot or No Shot. It is brought to you by the fine is, folks at... It is brought to us by PointsBet Sportsbook at Hawthorne
2: Race Course. PointsBet Sportsbook is now open. Download the PointsBet app now and then stop by Hawthorne Racecourse to register your account. All right, Danny. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Jonathan. No, no. You don't have to. Cap's not here. You don't have to massage his ego. Hey, Cap. <laughs> what, up? what up, Cap? So the new bit now, okay, before he comes back on Monday, new bit is just be on the top for Cap. Give massage his shoulders. Good morning, Cap, and just... Just you know, when you go to me and it's like good morning, Danny, you just go, sub man. Well, but that that was the bit Yes. Was I was doing that for you over right. the top <laughs> and just the subtle hey cap for him. Right. But he didn't get radio bit. No, of course not, right over his head. So now you just go over the top for him. Give him you know, blow sunshine up his ass and do that. And then for me, we could just be, you know, on the low, just like you and I, friends, sub man. Just rever just- okay, reverse it. That's all. All right. You got it. How come I don't get the cool what's up? Take that! Oh, yeah, how long until he
2: asks? Is it by Tuesday? <laughs>
1: <You're> right. <laughs> I noticed that you're cool, and but me,
5: I get the loud. I'll get it seems fake when you say hi to me. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Here we go again.
2: Or no, Danny, Danny. will say, "You'll say sup." Daniel say sup, and then Cap will say sup, and inserting himself into the uh, the back and forth.
1: But you notice, know Jeff, if you're watching this show very closely, when I zig, when he zigs, I zag. I'm always moving. you always moving it around. You got to do that on this show, because, absolutely. Because like a child, he'll just it, do. He'll just do the stuff that I do, right? Because he like, thinks it's
2: cool. It's like um, it's you're He's like uh, like when you have like you play the snake game with children, where they have <laughs> you do zig and zag. He does that. He'll follow you wherever you go, whichever way you zag. He's always
1: right behind. Q on the on the south side. Hey Q, and I say what's up, Q. And now like two weeks later, sup Q, because that sounds cooler. And I say good morning, Q. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> see the difference there? Uh, so, I, it was, so it's always a zigzag with him because he'll just follow along what he thinks is cool. Hoodie does it, so it must be right. I'm going to say shove butter up your ass and see if he, if he follows along that. Look, I'm putting margarine up there. Oh, it feels good. I can't believe that's not butter. <laughs> Gra- Grass-fed
2: butter better, Hoodie. I put, picked it up at Whole Foods. I'll pick some up for you.
1: I'll bring it to you on uh, Tuesday. I'm going off a break. I'm going off one, too. Take that. We turn now to Danny Zetterman with shot or no shot, Danny. All right,
5: gentlemen. The last 10 NBA Finals have featured either LeBron James or Steph Curry. That streak is going to end this season, and both are out of the playoffs. LeBron and his Lakers lost in the first round of the Suns last night. So I ask you, gentlemen, shot or no shot, you're happy deep down inside that LeBron lost in the first round of a playoff series?
1: That's a no shot for me. I'm not – listen – uh, LeBron James is going to lose at some point and not get to the championship because it's been a, it's been 72 days since they won the championship right into the regular season. So Anthony Davis, Chicago Zone, writhing in pain again, like a large giraffe, once again just just lying on the ground and, and hurt. It was I'm not happy that LeBron lost. Uh, I'm happy to see how the NBA championship and where the playoffs go from here. But LeBron's already cemented his legacy. What he did last night and what he did not accomplish does not bother me.
2: Yeah, you should. I'm gonna. I'm not taking the bait here. No shot as well. The playoffs are better when they have the superstars in them. So I'm not taking joy. In it. it doesn't really bother me that he's been eliminated. But I'm not taking any extra joy in the fact that he will no longer be. I don't have the the Michael Jordan complex where I need to always be comparing resumes and adding, oh, a first-round failure to LeBron's resume. It doesn't, like, Mm -hmm. we're past that point. I know, Denny, you should probably weigh in because I think you're the one who took the most joy in LeBron being eliminated.
5: Yeah, I will wear the petty hat here on this show. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I agree 100% that the NBA Finals are better when LeBron's in it. You always want the best player playing at the best moment, but I'm not going to lie. There was a little something inside of me that loved the fact that he is now 14-1 and 14-1 and in first-round playoff series. Michael Jordan's got an O still in that first-round playoff series category, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Didn't they lose to the Celtics? I like the idea. It's different. No, it's it's not. He's lost in the first round. What are you talking about?
1: Cap's back. Listen, you know what? I like the idea of our show having a petty hat. I'd always wear it. No, no. I'm I'm
2: pretty sure Cap would
1: rip it away. I like that. I like the idea. I think we should adopt it. Maybe Maybe it's the Arby's Derby. No, you know what it is?
0: Abdallah, get us a Petty hat.
1: (laughs) No, a Tom Petty hat. He likes Tom Petty. Oh, let me see if I can Let's find get a one. Tom online. Petty hats. While you ask the next question, let me go online so we can find. Well, you opinions. should
5: focus on this one. So I just mentioned Tom the Petty. Phoenix Suns beating out the Los Angeles Lakers. Chris Paul has basically revitalized that Phoenix Suns team, obviously with Devin Booker. Chris Paul has a player option on his contract at the end of the year worth forty-four million dollars, which he could decline and hit free agency at the age of thirty-six. It seems crazy to say that he would decline a forty-four million-dollar option. But there is a report in Bleacher Report saying he's going to do exactly that. Here's the report. Paul has a $44.4 million player option, which according to several sources, he intends to decline with hopes of inking a new multi-year deal, perhaps in the $100 million range. Gordon Hayward, who battled more severe injuries than Chris Paul, made a similar decision this past offseason, opting out of his final year with the Boston Celtics, and he signed a four-year, $120 million contract with the Charlotte Hornets. So I ask you guys, if Chris Paul does indeed opt out, shot or no shot, our Chicago Bulls, who are in desperate need of a point
1: guard, should be interested. The money is just way too much. I'll say no shot to that. And here's how where he would play, Jeff. If he would play for the Bulls, he would have to play starting in March. Yes. To keep him healthy. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Because because you could depend on Chris Paul right through the regular season, then at the most unopportune time, he gets hurt. And I'm with you, no shot. Because the problem is once
2: Chris Paul Paul always wants to be out there playing whenever he possibly can. Like that's a you know, you give him kudos because he's willing to do that and he wants to play hard night in and night out but the problem is the body's starting to break down on him and when you get to the most important time of the season you cannot count on him because of the wear and tear that's what's that's what's happened to him multiple times now throughout his career and even and anybody who thinks all of a sudden oh the Suns are going to get there now like hey again it was the first rounds we still got three more rounds to go that chris paul needs to stay healthy and oh by the way he was hurt in this series
1: yes he was the so, neck the neck and the trapezius muscles right yeah. in there. He was hurt, so we'll see. Um, but no, for the bull, I wish. But that sounds more like Mike Connolly or Alonzo uh, Ball at this point. Go ahead, Danny.
5: Gentlemen, our guy, J.R. Strauss, is getting a brand new king-size bed today from our friends at Apt. Oh, so I'm going to get a bed so I could
1: uh, sleep.
5: Yes, from our buddy Steve Shapiro <clears throat> and Apt, he's getting a brand new king-size bed. Coffee. The delivery people are coming to his house in Palatial Buffalo Grove. They are going up to the second floor, removing the old bed, removing the old box spring, taking it out of the house, then bringing in a new bed a new mattress a new box spring setting it up sure jr came in and asked Miller and i if he should tip these guys we said of course he has decided decided to tip them ten dollars a guy my question is shot or no shot gentlemen ten dollars a guy is a little bit light
1: okay well he just here he comes rumbling in for god's sake he has the green light when you're solo he made us aware (laughs) he has the
5: green light to barge in when it's just the jonathan i don't know
2: again I'm going – this is uh, under protest. I've made the uh, declarative statement. I only think Jr. should be allowed to enter the studio as Jr. Letterman. He, I think he needs the shirt and tie and the glasses, he's, but that's just me. He's even pulled up a chair like he's going to get I, comfortable. No, I love this story. First of all, I never said the
4: second floor. It's on the first floor. And I didn't say should I tip. I said how much should I tip. You, you make me sound like I the cheapest person in the world, man. Listen, I did listen, not see that.
5: Listen, uh, uh, we know you have carte blanche to host the JR and Hood show. All right. Let Hoodie <laughs> chime in
1: on if you're being a cheapskate.
5: Uh,
1: I think Ted's a little light. Now, how many workers, two?
4: I, I wasn't there. This, this already happened. Like, we were the first stop, so I, you know, my wife had the cash.
1: How, how difficult is it to, to get that in your home? I mean, it's a straight
4: shot. It's just one hallway. Mm
1: hot day was he in the 90s today yep
4: there it, it was are, in the morning guys it's already Can I ask grease.
1: you
2: uh how long were they there well i don't know i was here i know but you
4: should well, you these the details report, from the, you got the from report i sure right I, not yet i actually not just yet. just got thrown on the air with shot or no shot. well
1: i would say not i just got a hot water tank put in i it was two guys and i i tipped 20. Okay, a but
4: that, that's a longer labor job right there. These guys are literally walking in and out. the I mattress. Mean, When's the last time you
5: lifted up a new mattress? Like, a new mattress is heavy. And I, I'm not saying that these guys can't carry that together, but they're taking out your old box ring, taking out your dirty old mattress, which he told me, well, he told me it's 15 dirty. years old. It, it is old. He created two kids on that mattress. It isn't clean. All right. Uh, question for you he What sure did you tell me to tip, Danny? I told you ten just because I wanted it for the sake of the show. <laughs> I was hoping you'd buy into it. I literally
4: walked in and asked the room what I should tip, and they were in consensus, consensus on the uh, number.
1: I said twenty.
5: Yeah, 20, 20 a guy is what I would have done.
1: Yeah, a hot day. Uh, you it's, know, it's hard work. Uh, uh, fall, uh, you know, fifteen. I feel like if it was Value.
2: I feel like if it was less than half an hour of work, then, then twenty total for the two man job is acceptable if it goes over a half hour i'd probably go 20 a guy we're still talking about the delivery right sure
1: okay yeah that, that's exactly what it is that's what i would do but listen listen look you're buffalo grove i mean it's I think, it, I think the inflation is a little bit higher than it is in the city i'm just saying i think i think 20 is a good a good round number and for the city it's pretty good i tipped them 20 piece to put in my hot water tank and it took them by the way like less than 30 minutes Ooh, yeah they're efficient. pretty efficient yeah pretty pretty solid so i think 20 is fine but if it's 10 don't worry about it it's fine Save save some of that Will Rock money.
2: You just get them next time when they come (laughs) in and install uh, your next mattress. I believe in the value. So, 10's fine.
1: Insta! And there he is, J.R. Strauss, everybody. (laughs) Go work on next week's top 10, please. (laughs) And that is Shot or No Shot right here on Captain J. Hood. what are you saying, Sylvie? Sylvie so, so chimes in. He goes, "Leave Jr. alone. He hasn't
5: paid his taxes for years." <laughs> so,
1: I mean, it's taking a while. He, he, so.
5: resp- he responds to the whole company to let them know Not that he <laughs> hasn't paid his
1: taxes <laughs> in years. He replied, "All I haven't paid my taxes, uh, so I need some help with this."
2: But he should be flush with cash, to be honest with you. People
1: at Beaver Dam are like, "What the? Who in the hell is J.R. Strauss? Beaver Dam?" Like, what do you, this J.R. Strauss? It's been a while, so could you take some taxes out because it's uh, really uh, damaging to my. <clears> throat> 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 so, coffee. More on the NBA playoffs and the elimination of LeBron James on the Captain J. Hood uh, morning show.
0: Uh, so, Jonathan Hood. Welcome, fans. This is Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the new ESPN Chicago app. Because it's Friday. It's time for the Friday Folder. And you ain't got to
1: do. On the Cap and J Hood Show. The Friday Folder is brought to you by our friends at Apps. We're going to cross talk with Carmen and Yurko coming up at 10, and also we're going to get the best trends from Carm. If you need uh, some gambling advice about some of the games over the weekend and the sports over the weekend, Carmen will take care of you at 9.50. I'd like to remind you, for you wrestling fans, check out Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. It's on the ESPN Chicago app. I know you see Cap and J. Hood. You see Black and Abdallah. You see and Sylvie, You see Carmen and Yurko. Keep scrolling. You'll see the Armchair Nutritionist. And you also see Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Will the WWE sell their company to Disney or to... NBC Universal, find out. Check out Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. If you're a wrestling fan, check it out. Hosted by me. The podcast is available wherever you download your podcast, including the ESPN Chicago app, Danny. All right, guys, let's get to the folder. Ooh. This
5: just crossing the wire. What? Chicago media personality David Kaplan will be inducted into the Chicagoland Spo- Sports Hall of Fame 2021 class.
1: He joins Curtis Granderson as the most recent Ooh. announced honoree. Congratulations to my partner. How about that? That's, he's been in this business for a long time. He deserves his Hall of Fame honor. And the reason why is because he has worked the phones. He's worked the sources. And has been on the radio and television for a long time. So congratulations to my guy, Cap getting into the Hall of Fame, and with my guy, Curtis Granderson. So that's great. He, he, Of course, his name is on the baseball stadium for the UIC Flames. So congratulations to both Cap and Grandy. Good job.
5: Sponsors hail Naomi Osaka's Courage on Mental Health. Nike and others back her
1: after she withdraws from the French Open. Of course, the Friday folder are just stories that we need to get to but Cap wouldn't allow us to because he talks too much uh, so this is a story that we've been wanting to get to and so when it comes to Osaka there are many that are on one side of the fence and others are saying okay she should be out there playing tennis people have a hard time understanding mental health especially if not if they've never had issues or if they've suppressed their issues Osaka feels like she needs to step away because of the pressure, the pressure of being asked questions or because of the spotlight. She's 23 years of age. It's funny how we do this, right? When it comes to young people that they're supposed to be 30, 35 and have life experience when they're 22, 23, that's not fair. Uh, I I noticed this, especially with some African-American athletes as well. You ask, like, why is this athlete making a mistake at 19 or 20? Kwame Brown has been trending for a while uh, in the news and wondering how Kwame Brown didn't understand how to order a suit or how to be able to make uh, food at age eighteen, nineteen. 19. Well, he's a kid, just like any other kid. So I, I, I what Osaka's going through is some mental hurdles that she has to straighten out on her own. She does not have to play for me. She does not have to play for you. If she feels like the media is too much or the pressure is too much, especially what's going on in our world and how she's being covered internationally, she has a right to leave. And I have no problem with that. She'll come back when she's ready to come back. But 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 I also am empathetic about mental challenges, mental hurdles that people go through. Keep in mind, Danny, you've talked about this uh, some on your Armchair Nutritionist podcast. This is not, you know, everyone is not the same. I know that some want to look at and say, if I made that money, I mean, she's playing a kid's game. It's not a kid's game. That's the whole thing that is something that used to resonate so much in the 90s. You remember this in sports radio, like baseball. It's a kid's game. I play it for free. You would not play it for free. And the same thing with Osaka. You would not play it for free. There's a lot of things that she's going through that maybe we're not even privy to. Point is, though, is that she needs to straighten out her issues on her own, not on our timeline, but hers. Not not only – should she be respected for what she's
5: doing she should be applauding because back a mere 20 years ago mental health was something that people laughed at if you said you were sad they'd say oh cheer up you'll be fine Mm -hmm. you told somebody you'd be depressed they'd point out all the great things in your life not knowing that there's something going on in your brain that causes this what she's doing is changing the game it might not be what you know the people in tennis or the French Open really wanted but going forward she's making it better for people just like Kevin Love did a couple years ago when he came out with his mental health struggles and Michael Phillips came out with his mental health struggles. This helps take everything a step further and it's better for everyone in the world, not just professional athletes. (laughs) Guys, Bob Brenly got in trouble a little bit earlier this week for making some comments about a do-rag that he now regrets. Well, in The Athletic, former Cub Aramis Ramirez revealed that he felt this was a pattern with Bob Brenly. Quote, it felt weird because every time Brenly attacked somebody, it was a Latin player for some reason, Ramirez said.
1: Yeah, and and again, just on a one-on-one basis, when Bob was doing color for the Chicago Cubs, we had a good relationship on and off the record. And so none of that stuff was ever... In my face, he never talked to me about those things. But you know, if you're Bob Brenly, if you have a hard time understanding not just baseball but culture, how it's multicultural, how people are all not the same, you know, Marcus Stroman wears a do rag to keep his dreads up off his off his neck for whatever reason. That's what he choose to do. Then he's no different than any ball player. He just doesn't. Everyone doesn't wear a do rag, but he does. So why does that make Stroman weird? Why is that worth comment? And the same thing where Ramos is saying this, I heard the, like the two chains comment, like, like a Latin player wearing chains. Like, again, everyone's personality is not the same. I, I am not down with people that are inflexible. You have a right to your opinion and I have a right to mine. But it's, I, I do have a right to turn a side eye and get away from people that are intolerable of others. Everyone's not the same. The USFL, which had an unforgettable run in
5: 83 to 85, is coming back to life after 37 years. They have plans to return to action
1: in 2022. So I watched the USFL 30 for 30, and the thing that I'll always remember is Donald Trump saying, ah, USFL, small potatoes. Like he didn't had, had no use for it. The USFL, when I was a kid, I'm like, you know what? This is different. It's not the NFL, but at least it was an extra football for us to watch. And I just remember Trump just like, ah, small potatoes. Are we done with this interview? And he just walks out, right? So now the USFL is back. There's also some other football league that's on Fox I saw over the weekend, I think they played yesterday as well because I saw Jerry Glanville on the sidelines. I'm like, what is this? It's like no crowd, nobody was there, but there was still football, right? As long as you can gamble on it, as long as there's fancy ramifications, that's fine. I think that's good for other football players that can't get to the NFL, another place for them to work. It won't be the same wages, it won't be the same, but I I, I really believe in a feeder system outside of college for football. <laughs>
5: Free donuts! This is not an endorsement by the armchair nutritionist. Free <laughs> donuts! It is National Donut Donut Day, guys. Restaurants, including Dunkin' Krispy Kreme, are marking the annual made-up mm. holiday with freebies and other deals.
1: I'm all down for that. Now, not, not all the time, Danny, but it's nothing like a good donut, right? Go to a Krispy Kreme, get yourself a raspberry filled, and, and there's some places that we know that, um, where the donut is not necessarily the most popular item. It's the coffee, or it's, or it's the food. But if you get to a nice place where you know they have a nice donut, boy, there's something like that. So, You know, I probably would lean Dunkin'. I probably lean Krispy Kreme. There's, you know, if you have the taste for it, go and get it. I don't think there's a problem with it. I think you should go get it if it's really tasty for you.
5: I I am going to the Dunkin' Donuts right down down the elevator from us on the way home to bring donuts for my three kids. Oh. It's National Donut Day. Let them enjoy. Plain, huh? Uh, my favorite two kind of donuts are today's special, you know, the kind with chocolate and sprinkles yes. on top. Everything's better with sprinkles and a Boston cream. Oh, oh, man, a Boston cream. Oh, you bite into it, Jeff, and you gonna get a good gush. Back in the day, Mellor used to eat like two or three Boston creams in one sitting. <laughs> For real, listen to the, listen to the donut shame coming from behind me. <laughs> I'm anymore? free donut day of all places. I said, I
2: said get a donut. Duncan is one of the best sponsors on this station, the best. and you're talking about you're shaming me for back in the day. Notice how you had to go back in the day too. Well,
5: I don't see you eat three or four donuts. I don't. Well, okay. Anymore. But back in the day when we first worked together. Before we got uh, Carmen and Yurko separated, Salisbury and Rosebloom <laughs> separated, and Mac fired, yes. we were together for all of those. We had a streak uh, going, Huddy. You Hody. ate a lot of donuts.
2: <laughs> I the... did. I did indeed. You... Hody, like, Is there anything wrong with eating a couple donuts in one sitting? No.
1: Nothing wrong with that at all. How well, many doesn't. donuts
2: is too many donuts in one sitting, Danny?
1: It's more than two. What about munchkins? Well, that's a hard 20. one. More than, more than twenty. <laughs> that's this, a hard one. But you can get a twenty pack. You, if get you, get, your, if you get your chocolate glaze. You're gonna be there for a while. I'm just man. telling you. It's like, if you get a chocolate glaze, you know that's that's pretty good.
2: It's a game
0: changer
1: when
2: I realized you you didn't have to do the variety. You could you could you could get the selection you want.
1: <laughs> give me ten. Uh, give me ten chocolate frosted. I uh, like the, the Boston. Nothing like a Boston cream. The you, you bite into it. It's a nice gush in your mouth. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Oh yeah. How about that? Mmm. Mm. Reminds All right, of, guys. Remi- let's, reminds me of college. Go ahead. Let's stick to food.
5: The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, <laughs> Sorry, is Joe. is saying to avoid eating. Uh, huh? cicadas if you're allergic to seafood. Have you seen these, these <laughs> lunatics out there that are actually taking cicadas? It's the 17-year cicadas, right? So they're coming up. This is a huge deal. Luckily for us, we're missing it. We're not in the heart of the attack. Mm-hmm. But there are some chefs, celebrity chefs go down, Good Morning America to Today Show all over turning cicadas into gourmet food. The FDA
1: has come out and said, if you're allergic to shell food, stay away. I'm not going to eat that anyway. Why would I do that anyway? I mean, I could find crickets in my backyard if I had the same taste, right? I mean, wh- why would I do that? Yeah. See, see, th- this is what, again, there's too much information out there. You want to eat what's, what's regular, you know, the normal food, whether you're healthy or not healthy. You want to eat something that you know. Cicadas? Eat, why would I eat bugs? Eat a donut. Stop with the cicadas. Right. Why, why would I eat bugs, Danny?
5: That's, not, that's nonsense. Crickets are really healthy for you and packed with protein. They're a not. A lot of health people like, will always tell you if you could eat a cricket, go for it. Would you, would you do it? Probably. I would eat a cricket. But a cicada's huge. Like The ones that are coming out now, that's like a substantial weird feeling in your mouth and a, a, like a significant taste.
0: Back to the, college.
5: The, the crickets... The, the, the crickets are small. I'm sorry, I didn't know. And
1: whenever you mix them in, they kind of blend, and you don't know that they're there. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. So you get the can you get the cicadas or the crickets at Whole Foods? Are they in a variety
5: pack there? Not yet, but I'm sure at some point soon they will be. They sell cricket powder, like they ground it up into this black powder, and you could buy it at a lot of health food stores.
1: Okay, loaded with protein. If, if, oh yeah. If, uh, again, back to college. Now, so once again. Where if you if you have this available, Danny, I think we could try it. You think you think Cal would try it? A cicada? Yes. Just but don't tell him. If we convince him that that it's
5: healthy or it'll make him younger like all the cool kids are doing it, C- yeah,
1: because he'll listen to you.
5: For, yes, hundred percent. no, really-
2: you know what we do? We just have Mike give him the idea.
5: Oh, if the boss oh. says to eat it,
2: we'll, we'll, it'll be a thing. It'll be a thing on Twitch.
5: Mike will say it in the office, Cap. like, "Hey, I think you guys should eat cicadas on the air." Then Cap will come to the morning meeting and he'll be like, "Guys, cicadas. We should
1: have. We should eat." <laughs> he'll have a bib on, ready to go. Cap, good morning. I uh, think you should have some cicadas. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm all down for it. Whatever you say, boss. Take that. <laughs> Cap, I uh, got some black porn for you to watch. Watch over the weekend. Oh, absolutely. I'm down. Black nurses, I'll, I'll give you a report Monday. Take that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, It doesn't take much, right? So my, why not cicadas?
3: Right? Yeah. He'll do it.
1: Laying all right, boys, bosses.
3: one
5: more quick one. I'm going to let you choose your own adventure. I got oh, so many I left off. Uh, Bourdain, Kardashian, Venus, UFO, Bobcat. Which one oh, you want? Oh, they're Which all so good. Which one you want? Kardashian Kardashian, Kim Kardashian feels like a failure over Kanye and their marital collapse.
1: All right, let's. You had the sound there, Jeff. Go ahead. Let's let's hear from Kim Kardashian. I,
3: just, like, I don't
0: honestly
3: know. can't do this anymore. I am I still in? Like place where I'm stuck for years. Like he goes and moves to a different state every right. year. I have to be like together so I can raise the kids. You know he's an amazing dad. He's done an amazing job the whole. But whole he thing. still will be, and will still yeah. They just like they'll be, be better without you there. Like I only really deserve someone that can go support his every move yeah. and go follow him all over the place and move to Wyoming. I can't do he's, that. He should have a wife that supports his every move and travels with him and does everything. And and I can't. I feel like a f***ing failure, that it's like a third marriage, yeah, I feel like a f-ing loser, but I can't even think about that, like I want to be happy.
1: Shot or no shot, she feels like a failure for real. No shot, zero shot. Do you
5: know how many girls back in the day I broke up with and I said you deserve better? That was like my yes! way of getting that was my way of getting rid of them. Like the whole time she's like he deserves a wife that will move with him everywhere. He deserves to be happy. He deserves better. She's basically saying I want nothing to do with him anymore. He's crazy. I can't stand him. He wants to live in Wyoming. He's mooching off my millions. Get out of here. But I want
1: him to be happy. He deserves better. It's amazing how similar you and I are. <laughs> <The> same stories, <laughs> you know. It must be the era. Listen, sweetheart, you're
5: great. Everything about you deserve better than a guy like me. <laughs> I work
1: so in radio.
5: They pay me in nickels.
1: <laughs> I'm looking around at every other girl in this bar. <laughs> I know. Listen, you could do a lot better than me. I mean, I'm barely making, rubbing two nickels together. You know, find someone else. You know, I, I'm a loser. I, you know, it's not. It's not you. It's me. Just want you to know. Uh, Marcy, hi, hello.
5: <laughs> and she was crying fake tears in that. Yeah. I mean, her makeup, with all that makeup on that face, it would have been running, but she still looked glorious.
1: And that's the best trends. Uh, that is going to be with Carm coming up. And then we'll crosstalk with the guys right here on Chicago's Home for Sports.